Welcome back, everyone, to the Goat Cast Podcast. I am CW, joined by my man Big Nige. What's going on, Big Nige? Chilling, man. Nice little weekend to recuperate for the next long work week ahead. Yeah, I've been off and go back tomorrow. So my last day to enjoy. But anyways, um, quick channel update. Um, full episodes from now on will be going on our the different podcasting platforms. So uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. So we will put those links in our uh, YouTube videos. And on YouTube, we'll be, we'll be posting segments from the show. So just, you know, what we are talking about that week. So check those out. We're going to drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So make sure you check us out. And please like and subscribe to the channel. So uh, coming up this week, uh, the Chicago Bulls will be honoring some uh, past greats. Um, They call it the Ring of Honor. And one of the teams, they're going to honor a whole team, which was the 95-96 Chicago Bulls, 72-10 and Chicago Bulls, who held the record of the best record ever until 2016 when the Warriors came in and messed that up. But anyways, they are still considered one of the greatest teams of all time. So today we're going to discuss, are the 95-96 Chicago Bulls the greatest NBA team of all times? And just like the GOAT debate, there's only a handful of teams you can lump into as the greatest NBA team ever. I would say those Bulls of course, 2017 Warriors, 86 Celtics, 87 Lakers. You might even talk about the 01 uh, Shaq and Kobe Lakers. But it's really not a huge list of the greatest teams um, of all time. So I'm going to let Big Nige go first. Do you think the 95-96 Chicago Bulls are the greatest team of all time? Yeah, so... Um... Before I get into that question, I want to just highlight a few, you know, main points for each of these two teams I'm going to be discussing. Um, mm-hmm. so obviously, the Bulls were 72 and 10. They had mm-hmm. they were number one in offense for the 96 95-96 season. Number one in defense. Um, they're getting up about 115 points a game. You know, holding teams to about 102 points a game. Uh, one of the main back then. And that, yeah, that's really good. Um, and one of the main things for that team was um, pacing. And they were one of the slowest teams in the league. And they were. A uh, interesting point as I continue. But obviously, you know, they had a starting lineup, a very defensive-minded team. Ron Harper, you know, a solid defensive guard at 6'6". You know, not giving you too much offensively, but still, you know, again, at that time, you know, seven points a game was respectable. Not great, but respectable. You know, a couple assists. Main thing for him, 1.3 steals a game. That's really good for a point guard in any era, not just back then. That'd be really good today. Um, you know, not the greatest shooter, 27% from the three. Wasn't really a great free throw shooter either, which, again, could bite them in the butt uh, with that next, with the next team we're going to be bringing up. But obviously, MJ's all-world, averaging 30 a game. I don't really need to get into too much detail. Pippen got, you know, 19 you know, about six and six, six, uh, six assists, six rebounds, you know, Swiss Army knife on that team can do everything. 1.7 steals the game. Again, very defensive minded. Um, and since I'll go ahead and say MJ's because everybody wants 2.2 steals the game for MJ that season. Like he was a monster on both ends. Can't take nothing away from him. 
You know, Rodman, of course, he was the league leader in rebounds that season at about 15 a game. It was like 14.9. Obviously, we know he brings to the table defensively. Obviously, he's not out there to give you too much offense. He's just strictly defense. Um, but he can put the ball in the hoop at times when they need it. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, I won't even get into their center. I mean, Winnington, whatever you want to. I mean, he's just there. You know, he's just a big body. Luke Longley was there. Yeah. Starting. He was, he and he was okay. He was big nice. body. He's just, just some space, you know. Set some big bodies and just get out of the way. Um, honorable mention for that team, obviously, Tony Kukoc. Come in there and give them a whole different dynamic. Mm-hmm. Coming in for Dennis Robin, of course. And just giving them... Basically, two different styles of play. But, you know, so as great as that team is, I'm going to say they are not the greatest team of all time. I'm going to go with the 2016-2017 Warriors. Now, let me go ahead and bring bring it to you real quick, all right? So, obviously, 67-15 for the season, you know. Obviously, some, some people thought they were going to go past what they did the season before acquiring Kevin Durant where they were the 73-9 and nine Warriors, like you discussed. Um, number one in offense for the year, you know, about 116. So they're putting up similar numbers to that Bulls team with a faster pace, which I can get into that for the Bulls, as that would mean that the Bulls are a slower team, but they still get up the same amount of offense production as one of the fastest teams in, in the league at the time. Um, obviously, you know, the defensively, there's a not a huge drop-off between the two teams, but they're still in favor of the Bulls overall at about, you know, 105 for the defensive rating for the Warriors, 102 for the Bulls, um, 99.8 for pacing. Like I said, the Warriors were fourth in the NBA and that season in terms of their pacing. But again, Curry, we already know, starting point guard, 25 a game. We know what Curry can do, you know, 6.6 assists. Obviously, he's not the playmaker on the team. That would go to Draymond Green. Got Clay Thompson giving you 22 a game. Um, you know, 46, 41 splits from the field and three-point line. Kevin Durant, right? This specific version of Kevin Durant was the best version of Kevin Durant defensively. What? This man, this man was in the discussion for DPOY that year. He was averaging. Obviously, on top of his great production offensively with 25 a game, he's giving you eight rebounds, five assists, 1.1 steals per game, and 1.6. 1.6 blocks per game, which is the highest out of both teams' starting lineups. I'm going to just say that. Obviously, he's efficient, 54% from the field, 38% from the three. We know what KD is. He is a bucket. Draymond Green, 10 points a game, seven assists, eight rebounds. You know, We know what Draymond's bringing. And he's bringing 1.4 blocks per game at six foot six. He is going to be a problem for that Bulls team. All right. Obviously, um, they got you know Zaza Pachulia, but you know again another big body wasted space. Mm. Now, when you look mm. at how these two teams match up, now defensively, like we said, the Bulls have the edge, and offensively, they're pretty much almost similar. But but. Where I'm going to give the edge to the Warriors, we have Curry, Clay, and Durant. Three all-world scores in this game. Oh. And if you want to throw Ron Harper, MJ, and Rodman, or, or excuse me, MJ, Pippen, and Rodman, you know, have those four kind of divvy up the offensive or defensive assignments, 
you know, mm-hmm. I hear you. And I'm not going to say they're not mm-hmm. going to make Steph, Clay, and uh, Durant work extremely hard for all their buckets. Mm-hmm. So if you if you say the starters are getting theirs and everybody's kind of balanced it out, right? Then where does that mm-hmm. leave the game going to? It goes to the bench. And you and I both know. Uh, here we that, go. And, here. You, and you and I both know, as great as that Bulls team was, outside of Tony Kukoc coming off that bench, they really weren't getting that much. But if you go to the, the Warriors bench, you got the mid-range assassin that is Sean Livingston. Every pull-up midi that wow. he pulled, with, with my two eyes that I have seen, yes. I don't think I've ever seen him miss unless he gets fouled. All right. He's giving you great efficiency off the bench. Andre Iguodala, a Hall of Famer. And at that time in 2016, 2017, still can play starter level minutes and give you starter level production. They just had Kevin Durant on the team, so he didn't need to do that anymore. You had David West, who again, nothing, nothing special, but still can give you offense production. And on top of that, you can swap out JaVale McGee, I mean, Zaza Pachulia with JaVale McGee at any point in this lineup to get an offensive, athletic, big man who can block shots, run the floor, and give you all-world defense. So I'm just saying we look top to bottom, not starting line to starting line, but top to bottom, including both of their benches, I'm giving the Warriors the edge in a tough seven-game series. Hey, we gonna, you going by numbers. I'm going by the eyes. I got to see those 96 Bulls play and those Warriors teams play. So, in my rebuttal, the 96 Bulls are easily the greatest team of all time. Easy. Easily? Easily. Come on, man. I would I would actually put, for the Warriors, I would put that 86 Celtics team. People sleep on because, you know, those guys didn't look like you know, the athletes we have today, but uh, Bird, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish, Dennis Johnson, Danny Ainge, who was playing pretty good. That that was a tough team. I mean, you can, you can look like that, but ask on, anybody. Man. That, that on, Boston man. Celtics you team. You did not but, just listen to the, to the team that I just gave you. Two of okay. these guys are, are potentially top 10, top 15 okay, players well, to well, ever play. We shouldn't sleep on that 86 team. And I think it is comparable to that Golden State team as far as how good they were. But anyways, I'm going to get back on track with the 96 Bulls. The 96 Bulls were just a juggernaut. I mean, you have Michael Jordan coming back from uh, baseball, having a full season, playing some of the best basketball of his career. You know, he struggled in the finals a little bit against Gary Payton, but... I mean, just look at the numbers. Numbers don't lie. This team, I won't say this team created small ball, but they have one of the most lethal small ball lineups that would easily be able to take down that Golden State Warriors team. Ron Harper, Ron Harper, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Tony Kukoc, and Dennis Rodman. That's all defense. They could switch anything. They can switch anyone in the Golden State uh, Warriors uh, death lineup that they um, talk so heavily about. Like you said, their only weakness was their bench, but they had, as I said, Tony Ku, as you said, Tony Kukoc could get you some baskets, could do some great things. He could play some defense. Steve Kerr wasn't terrible. You know, he could come off the bench and get you a bucket or two. 
at six foot three. At six foot three, yes. He could get you a couple of buckets. Judd Bushler. I mean, I know that's a name nobody brings up. Another sniper from outside. So they had shooting. They had everything Golden State had. And I think they had it maximized. I think their defense was way better. They had shooters. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me let me bring up some numbers since you're the numbers man. Three-point averages, three-point percentages. Jordan shot 42%. Scotty, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you say that, you know Jordan was not a high volume three point shooter. Okay, none of them were. That the three ball wasn't. The three ball wasn't in the in the forties. If they're taking like four a game, five a game, but it was not. Those years were not a high volume. Then you can't use that. You can't use that in your argument. But he could hit him when he when he wanted to. When he shot him, he hit him. Steph Curry is a forty-one three point percent shooter, and he's getting about ten a game. Okay, but when Jordan well, shot him, he made him. He didn't shoot a lot of them, but he made them. Like I said, Pippen, 37%. Kukoc, 40%. Steve Kerr, 51%. These guys could shoot. They had scoring in bunches, and they had defense. Yes, they played a slower pace because both of their bigs were slower guys, and they ran the triangle. So, it was, you know, they were a little slower than what Golden State would be compared to them. But they could play them. They equal everywhere. Like I said, the bench just isn't that strong. But those guys could play big minutes. Scotty could play equal? big Who? Who's equal in that? All right, you, you can put, look, whatever you, whatever you say. I didn't say their league. benches were equal. No, no, no. I'm talking about, I'm talking about like, give me the starting lineups right here. When you're talking mm-hmm. about production, you, mm-hmm. you can cancel out MJ and, and Durant. They can match each other. Okay. Shot for shot, all right? Take them out the equation. Who on that team is matching Steph Curry when he goes out? I mean, that's that was their game, though. Mike was the, the score. Okay, but if Mike can get matched, if someone can go 40 for 40 with Scotty Mike... Scotty can... Uh, the team of Scotty and Tony Kukoc can get you buckets on the they, same level of Scotty. I mean, of even, Steph Curry. They wouldn't even match Curry by him. By the, with the two of them, wouldn't match Curry. What? And then you got Clay Thompson giving you about eighteen to twenty-five whenever he wants to. Jordan Where would is clamp. Jordan would clamp Clay down. Clay would he, probably couldn't get a shot. He probably off. wouldn't even be guarding Clay. He would probably be guarding uh, Durant. Who? I? Yeah. Or, or Pippen would. No, Pippen would be guarding Durant. Either Mike way, be it's a barbecue. I, I'm and Ron, barbecue Harper, Ron Harper is an underrated uh, defensive player. He's a so great he can defender. Cha- I, I he, can chase, that, he can chase Steph off them screen. And they can switch. They were, they're similar to the Denver Nuggets where everybody in that starting lineup is long and big. So they can switch I off. Of them. You. It's it's a different thing. Like Denver looks really good against these Warriors today because they don't got a prime Steph, right. a prime I mean, play, I, I and a it. prime Durant, all just on that. I'm thing just saying they're a big them. team, so it makes it tougher for teams to shoot over them because they got a long, lot of lengthy, long guys out there. Which Man. so did the Bulls. You could throw any of those defenders at Kevin Durant, and it's barbecue. That's straight barbecue. Yeah. I mean, getting barbecue. Durant is going to get here. Durant is Over going to get though, here. He's a, we're talking about a seven-foot sniper. Okay, Durant's going to get his butt. Scotty's going to make it. He's going to make it tough. Scotty's going to make it tough. So is Jordan. 
Those guys will make it tough barbecue, for them. Barbecue, you can give me barbecue. They could throw, they could, and barbecue they could throw Rodman on him. They could throw Rodman on him too. On who? On Durant. You crazy? You are crazy. Rodman, Rodman's like, gonna beat him up. Rodman is like modern day. Like okay, he's like a super duper PJ Tucker. Like he's a way better defender than PJ yeah. Tucker. But in terms of the physicality, we see yeah. what Durant does the physicality. He tears them boys up. The, look, the only time you can say Kevin Durant really got locked in is when a team like the Boston Celtics literally had a five-man boxing one pretty much on him because no one else on that Brooklyn Nets team was giving them anything. Let's, let's be honest now. We talking about one of the best scores to ever play the game now. Don't disrespect it. I'm not even a big KD fan, but don't disrespect that man now. I'm like not disrespecting him. I'm not disrespecting him. I'm just he saying. barbecue that man. A lot. I, I said he would get his, but I'm saying he would. it would be a tough out because they can throw a lot of different defenders that are good, solid defenders at Durant. For sure. For sure. I mean, and they all I'm, get cooked. <laughs> I mean, that is, I, they can live with that. They can live with KD cooking them. What about so then and then so if they can let Katie get his, who do you think they would neutralize? Steph? Yeah. They're gonna throw they gonna they're gonna make sure that he doesn't get to any of the spots he wants to get to. What about Clay? You gonna concede Clay? Like I said, if they use that lineup, they can have somebody, they can put Ku Coach on Clay. Barbecue. No, no, don't you dare! Have you, have you even seen Tony Kukoc play? I have seen him play. Regardless of what you may think, I do watch the game, and I, I you know, I've seen how both of these teams move, which is exactly why I'm telling you. Then, like, if you take Kevin Durant out of the conversation, they get volatile. And I mm-hmm. said it's a close seven-game series, but I'm saying the addition of Kevin Durant and that bench, it's just not. The Bulls don't have enough. But like, who's who's to, stopping they Mike? Who rely on on their defense to beat this team, and it's not. And they work. can do they that. And they they have do way that. too many options for the Bulls. They're way too what? They have way too many options. They have way too many options for the Bulls to stop them in a seven game series, like two or three I mean, games. Yeah. So you, you think their defense run. is going to stop the Bulls? They have enough defense to stop the Bulls, or they can just outscore no, them. I'm saying the Bulls do not have enough to stop. Golden State because there's too much offensive firepower in that. So you're saying they're just going to outscore the Bulls? I mean, I like okay. So pretty much what I'm saying is both teams at their best. Mm-hmm. Golden State is just tired, and if you're going to rely on on stopping them four games in like four games out of a seven game series, it's not going to happen if you can't get some offense up with them. Like I said, they're one of the fastest teams in the league. I hear you, but what I'm base. saying is, you're saying the Bulls wouldn't be able to stop the Warriors. Not for four straight But games. how are the Warriors going to stop the Bulls? You're saying the Warriors are going to be able to stop the Bulls from scoring? Who's, who's going to score besides MJ and maybe Pippen? Who coach? Who coach? Okay, we can, we, can live, we can live with that. Because Jordan can give me 40. Pippen can give me what twenty five, and Kukoc can give me like fifteen. Yeah. Okay, so with that, and they what, have, and like I said, they like have what, snipers coming points, off the bench. Points? They have snipers coming off the bench. My first three players in this team, Curry, Thompson, and Durant, can all give me thirty. 
that's three guys against the Bulls defense. You're saying yeah. they can just score at rent at will against those Bulls. No, they can get, I, I promise you. Like no. I know for a fact, Kevin Durant is gonna get his. Now Curry, I, I said, I said Kevin Durant, but no. But who is staying in front of Curry like that? If you if you have to put they'll play him by committee. If you have to put that much effort on Kevin Durant alone, who is going to stop Steph Curry? Teams are literally structured to stop him because he moves off ball. Okay, that's why I said they will guard him by committee. So if you're going to guard Steph by committee, now you got Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant. Yeah, I mean you're going to have Pippen, Pippen on Durant barbecue, and then you're going to have them kind of switch and see who's defending the best between Jordan, Harper, maybe Kukoc. I don't know if I put Kukoc on Steph, but I would, no. they can switch everything. Like I said, they can just switch everything. And since they couldn't play zone back then, they, they could zone them up. Tell them. Zone up against the, the, the Warriors? Yeah. Barbecue, you are out of your mind. They could do it for spot men. With that second, with those uh, others in, they could definitely uh, and you're not even we're not even factoring in the playmaking of Draymond Green like one of the biggest things but you're not factoring in the Rodman, playmaking Rodman of and, and Draymond are two they're compared in terms of their physicality and you know the dirty work that they do for those teams but Draymond is a way better passer they could run the offense okay, yeah Rodman I mean Rodman he's he's a one-man band he, he's there for one thing well two things really rebounding and defense and but you have Pippen. A better comparison is Pippen. Pippen was a playmaker. Yeah, he was. But I mean, Draymond isn't the, the athlete. You know, he can't yeah, get Draymond, up and down like like Pippen. Draymond to me would be very little factor in that series. I mean, he probably he probably be kicked. He probably be suspended once Rodman got through. And you talking about Rodman? You talking about? A suspension from Draymond when you got Robin in your team? Come on now. Those well, Robin didn't get suspended like that. I mean, Robin knew Robin knew Robin knew how to push them buttons and he would push every one of Draymond's buttons. Draymond would go right back and do the same thing. Maybe, but I, I I'm just thinking just just because I, I think people overrate defense too much sometimes. Like, okay, we, we all know that this team is all world defensively. But if you're going to tell me that they're going to lock down the Warriors four out of seven games, I'm not going to believe it. Because, like I said, you have two guys who are probably top 15 all time. All time. In that starting lineup. And the bench is insane. Like, the disparity between the bench... Like when those guys, MJ, and they got to sit down at some point. And that bench was so good, they were running teams off the floor before they even would. got back home. They weren't sitting down in 96. I mean, I know because Jordan was averaging like almost like 40 minutes a game at some at, in some point. Like I understand he was a monster. He can he can play both ends and he can get on he can stay on the floor for a long time, but he can't do it by himself. No, he can't do it by himself. But he he yeah. has a solid committee. That's why they. Ended up being six and zero in the finals because they they ain't running no team like this. They would have they wouldn't have been six and zero if they ran into a team like this. I can guarantee you that. Absolutely, that's debatable. And debatable? What? That's debatable. What? 
So you said, I mean, it would be a close series. I think it would go down to the to a game seven. Game seven going to Warriors. I mean, maybe you can make the argument that it depends on who has home court. But I mean, if you're asking me if you take home court out of this out of this and you're just saying who's better in a seven game series, I'm going with the Warriors in seven games. I just think Kevin Durant is just Kevin Durant with Steph Curry is a matchup we have not we we've, we've never seen them lose. Like let's let's just call it what it is. Just like we never saw the Bulls lose, we never saw that team lose. Twenty nineteen. Anyway, let's, Kevin Durant let's, was let's, hurt. Don't even get me that. I know you. Nah, man. <laughs> Kevin Durant went down and Clay went down. So don't don't give me that, Brad. Because when those teams were at the peak of their powers, either one of them lost. So that's a fair argument to say that they could. It would be a solid series. And talking about that series, hold on one second, my whatever reason my camera is going crazy okay there we go but speaking on that series and the fact that the bulls would win four to three um let's talk about these last 10 championships and how that greatest team of all time 96 bulls stack up against them so we're gonna go all the way back to uh 2013 the miami heat who Shouldn't have won that one. I mean, if Tim Duncan was in the game, they wouldn't have got that ring. But how well do the 96, uh, how well do the 2013 Miami Heat stack up to the 96 Bulls? So in terms of how they stack up, I mean, they stack up pretty well, but the kicker is, is age. And that 2013 Miami Heat team, LeBron was all world. He was probably the best he's ever been in most most people's eyes but Dwayne Wade's age was a, was a factor that year he was just getting neck, uh, little knickknack injuries here and there I think the physicality of, of a defender like Rodman would pay, basically almost take Chris Bosh out of the game like, if you want me to be completely honest I, I just don't when you have physical defenders on them uh, like like a David West or um, I mean any, any other kind of like physical like defender mm-hmm who can get up in you when you're a perimeter-oriented player like Chris Bosh, I just think he would have had too much like struggling. Like, he would have struggled too much with a defender like Rodman. And when you got, you know, Pippen, obviously, you can make the comparison, like, obviously, a better version of Kawhi, the, that version that played against LeBron mm-hmm. in that finals, and he slowed him down to a yeah. somewhat of, de- of degree just to bother him enough. Yeah. Where he can't just go put his head down and go get a bucket every single possession type, type deal. Um, and obviously, like like I said, an older D Wade and a MJ that was cooking everything in his path. Nah, I mean, I, I got I'd have the Bulls in like six. I think LeBron could get them one or two, but Bulls in six. Bulls in five. Um, Twenty fourteen, we had the San Antonio Spurs, the beautiful basketball San Antonio Spurs. That I didn't mention them in the greatest team, but I think they drastically overlooked. That was one of the greatest teams I've ever watched. How do you think the Bulls and them would stack up? Same thing I said about Miami. Teams are old, man. You you got to be at the peak of your powers, man. Like I'm not going to say like they were as old as um, other teams on this list, but just in terms of just um, how they stack up, Tim Duncan isn't the same Tim Duncan of old. 
and he was yeah. one of their better players. You got a young Kawhi Leonard, not not like 2019 Kawhi, who was ready to take that mantle. We had a young up and coming Kawhi who was still getting his feet wet in terms of playoff production. Um, Tony Parker can give you some things, but I think a defensive minded team like the Bulls, even though the Spurs had really good ball movement, I just don't see them beating the Bulls in a seven game series. Bulls in six to be nice, but probably Bulls in five. Because that's my team, I'll give them six. But that Spurs team had defense too. They had some defenders out there. Kawhi and Danny Green were solid green defenders. But yeah, they're just missing a little bit of of offensive punch to to beat that Bulls team. MJ would cook Danny Green. like (laughs) Make him when they retire. That's how bad he would be cooking that man. Probably. So we're moving on to the 2015 version of the Golden State Warriors. Do they have any chance at all? I think it's a clean sweep. You want me to be completely honest with you. The way Curry was in, inconsistent that year, just in terms of like getting knocked up early, uh, early with the injuries. Um, but if we just take him as fully healthy, nah, they, they weren't ready for that, for that kind of smoke with the Bulls. I, I say it's a clean sweep. I agree. 2016, the Cleveland Cavaliers. One of the best versions of LeBron, in my opinion, was that 2016 LeBron. Um, can he lift those guys over the Bulls? No. <laughs> and I love LeBron, but um, you got, like you said, you're going up against a complete well-oiled machine. You need a well-oiled machine to beat them. And if it was probably some, any of these other teams on this list, I would say the Cavs got a real shot of making that noise. But against the Bulls, They'll concede LeBron, they'll concede Kyrie, but everybody else, there, there's no there's no other offense from those two. So, nah. I'd yeah. say Bulls, five. Yeah, five. Now, we kind of discussed 2017-2018 Warriors, and I said 4-3 in the favor of the Bulls. You said 4-3 in favor of the Warriors. It's 2019 Toronto Raptors. <laughs> that would be a massacre. Let's just say mm-hmm. that. They were, lo- they were losing to the, the Warriors with a hobble KD and a one a b- before uh, Clay went down. I mean, they were giving them trouble. So, yeah, I think it'd yeah. be a cool sweep for that series. That would be a bloodbath. Those bubble, the bubble wrap ring LeBron brought home in 2020 with the, with the 2020 Lakers do anything against the uh, 96 Bulls. You know, I thought about this one. Don't, no, 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 don't, don't. There's nothing to think think about. Let me say this, right? In terms of, so I think starting lineup-wise, I think, you know, the Bulls have the edge. But when you look at the bench that the Lakers had, they had JaVale, they had Dwight, all kinds of, you know, they had defense in the perimeter with Caruso, and a better version of Kyle Kuzma. They had a locked-in LeBron, an AD that could hit perimeter shots. I mean, hey, man, I, I, I'm not going to dismiss that 2020 Lakers team. It was special, man. So you're going to dismiss the 2014 Spurs, but not the 2020 Lakers? The 2020 Lakers would have beat the 2014 Spurs. We we would have. Whoa, 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 whoa. For oh. sure they would have. Are you, are you Anthony Davis? That he was a monster that year. Are you serious? He was an MVP discussion. 
2014. They would not be in 2014. He wouldn't have a defense. Barbecue and Tim Duncan. Come on now. Barbecue. Might have been barbecue and Tim Duncan. Old Tim Duncan, but yeah, they moved the ball. They moved the ball so well. There was nothing that Lakers team could do. That nah, come on. Anyway, we're gonna let's nah, let's keep man. going. You know that let's keep that going. 2020 Lakers team was going to they would get swept. But we're moving on to 2021 with the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis take down the Chicago Bulls. No, not at all. I think Giannis would pose a different kind of challenge for the Bulls because he's such a low or interior threat. But I mean, we've seen that great um, perimeter defenders, you know, like Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard, they have the tools to slow him down. So I don't see why Pippen, Rodman, or Jordan wouldn't have any problem slowing him down. So yeah. Right. Bulls in five, Bulls in four. <laughs> 22, that was the Golden State Warriors. That much, much older Golden State Warriors, minus Kevin Durant. Any chance at all? We get the broomsticks ready for old Kerr, man. It's a, it's a wrap for that one. Yeah. And of course, finally, 2023, those Denver Nuggets that look really good and still look good. Could they the Bulls and pull out one for the Nuggets. That would be a really interesting matchup to see Rodman guard Jokic. I think obviously <laughs> he's still on the smaller side, but he he's an antagonizer. And we've seen yeah. Draymond Green bother Jokic. You know, he'd still get his, but he'd make him work, talk his smack, get teed up a few times. Like he's gonna do everything in that in that little playbook he's got on antagonizing players. He's gonna pull every trick out. I don't but, know. We saw what Jokic did to uh, one of the Morris twins. Uh, like not one of them. Look, I like Jokic, but hey, <laughs> break from that one. Rodman is a different kind of animal, man, for real. But that's true. <laughs> I just think talent perspective, they're just not better than the Bulls. They have obviously a huge mismatch uh the war the nuggets do in terms of their center position but mm-hmm. outside of that you got caldwell pope on mj 50 <laughs> minimum a game my average 50 for that series like that is yeah that's a very bad matchup in the perimeter for them and yeah i bucks probably sweet i could maybe give the nuggets a game if i'm going to be nice but that i mean not bucks i'm bulls sweet. excuse me i'm sorry Bucks will sweep them this year too, but um, yeah, <laughs> there you go, make it to the final. Ooh, okay, well, that's all you we have. No defense, you know, good and well, man. They're gonna, they gonna get together. They're gonna get together for the postseason <laughs> before the finals. Well, that's it for today's episode of the Goatcast podcast. Any parting words? Nah, I hope y'all have a great week. Um, Hope y'all are adjusting, getting back into your work routines or school routines if you're still in school. I'm not ready. Um, and all my upcoming spring graduates, lock in. You only got a few more months left. Yeah, so. yeah. Countdown is near. So yeah, like I said, please check us out on uh, all the podcast platforms. If we're not there, we'll hopefully be there soon. Um, so check out the full episode there. If you're on YouTube, please check us out. We're going to have different segments on there. So uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you will get a new segment from one of our shows. So thank you, guys. Please like and subscribe to help the channel out. We're a small channel. Need your help. So uh, that's it. That's all we got for today. Peace.
Peace, y'all.